what's up what's up what's up what's up i'm back y'all if you new here i'm Riss. i may be your favorite introvert at some point creative sports fanatic some people say well it was them i'll let you determine that this is the forever evolving podcast non-podcast vlog not vlog teaching segment non-teaching segment i'm not categorizing this as anything i'm just letting you as the audience listen Take what you want, categorize it as you please, and go with God. Right? That's our agreement, and we're going to continue to rock with that. (laughs) We are still on this journey of coming to a resolve about our calling. Again, at some point in our lives, we have to come to a resolve about what our purpose is and what we're supposed to be doing on this earth. And the longer that we stall what God has told us to do, the longer we prolong somebody else's freedom or deliverance. We only did two sessions, y'all. The first one was identity reimagined. The last one was how to come to resolve. Or if you know what you're supposed to do, coming to a resolve, you know, understanding that there is more to us as creatives we also possess other gifts spiritual gifts that also need to be cultivated nurtured um oftentimes leaders take our spiritual gifts but neglect our spiritual neglect the spiritual side of us and you know the two can coexist and we're much bigger than the one creative attribute that god has given us so with that being said, this session is about reconstructing your relationship with God. You know, our relationship with God, well, my relationship with God, I'm going to make this personal, was a little complex. One, because when you go through an identity crisis, you're just like, what the heck? <laughs> you don't know what to believe, who to believe. Even though it's like right there in plain sight, it's because you, you're battling rejection, you're battling abandonment. You know, you're battling acceptance. It's easy to project those feelings onto God. And it's easy to believe that he feels the same way about you. You know, but now with more context of identity and knowing that he's already affirmed me before I was born, I can kind of shift my perspective about, you know, who he is. And then even down to understanding like, you know, he's not withholding blessings. He's not withholding gifts. He's not withholding wisdom or revelation. You know, it's, he's putting on my heart. He's put it within me and it's, I can feel it stirring. It's more so allowing not only the Holy Spirit to help guide and navigate me through how to culture, cult, cultivate those gifts, how to nurture it, but also how to seek discipleship from leaders, you know, to know that you're stewarding well. With all of that, we have more understanding of what we're supposed to do. We understand that our purpose is bigger than us. You know, our gifts are bigger than us. We are his image bearers. You know, we are a reflection on him. I was reading this book by... Kevin Burgess, his rapper name is KB, awesome Christian rapper, love him. It's called Dangerous Jesus, and the subtitle is Why the Only Thing More Risky Than Getting Jesus Right is Getting Jesus 
wrong. And it also shows you how our perspective of Christ um, bleeds into how we operate, how we move. And it also kind of impacts how we treat him. You know, we are his image bearers. So we are a reflection of him. With that being said, how does that reflect on my relationship with him? Who do I view God to be? Do I view him to be as somebody who doesn't want me to have any fun because he has all these laws and all these statues? Do I view him as somebody who doesn't care about me? Or do I view him as a God that doesn't care about injustice? Do I, I view him as a God who doesn't want to see me successful? All of that, my perspective has an impact on my relationship with God. And having more context now to who he is, to how he operates, understand his characteristics, my viewpoint and how I operate in the relationship is totally different. I I learned more about God the maker, God the deliverer, God the provider. You know, he's also a jealous guy. He doesn't want us to have a relationship with idols. I had to like and the more I say yes to him the more I understand you know the mandate or the task of becoming more holy living holy living a consecrated life and when I was younger I used to look at that as something negative like dang what the heck I can't do anything but God's laws and God's statues um is not out of not me wanting to have fun like him wanting me to live a shelter life but it's more so out of his protection because whatever we entertain can open up a portal in our life remember we have eye gates we have ear gates and that stuff enters our soul and a lot of times when we look at the commandments or you know, we look at like what we, or there's like even moral things that we believe we should stay, stay away from. It's more so out of our protection because it's easy for one, especially if you're living out of rejection to form idols and let that thing, whatever you use to cope, to become your God. It's easy to develop addictions. It's easy, you know, to fall into a trap and get easily distracted and go down a rabbit hole. So so with that context is how do I approach my relationship with God? God is not like man. That's the first understanding that I have. Second is he's so generous. Like we look at John 3, 16 that everybody quotes, he gave his only begotten son, you know, to die on a cross for us, to help us be, come become reconciled with him. And it's like, man, if you can do all of that for me, if you can be generous, if you can open doors for me in my life, if you can bless me, you know, then what? can I do in return to make this relationship two-way? I don't want it to just be one way where you're just talking to me, opening up doors, downloading things to me. I want to be able to reciprocate. 
And the least I can do is say thank you for the gifts that you have given me. Even though I may hate it at sometimes. But the least I can do is offer it back up to you. The least I can do is say, okay, you have a way that you desire for us to live. Let me, instead of looking at that from a negative space, let me look at that as a sense of protection. Let me look at it as the least I can do is not do what hurts your heart. You know, like, God, I want to live a life that is pleasing to you. Whatever grieves you, let it grieve me. Whatever hurts you, let it hurt me. I kind of look at it as, you know, it's not my testimony right now, but hopefully it will be in the future. When you meet, you know, a guy or a girl, whatever, your significant other, and you're in the beginning stages, you know, if I'm talking to somebody's son, I'm getting to know him. I'm getting to understand who he is, what he like, what he doesn't like. There's some things that I don't think is a big deal, like, but I know it triggers him. I know it hurts him. I know it, you know, bothers him. So what I'll do is I'll refrain. I might not joke in a particular way with him. I may not, you know, do certain activities like, I don't know, whatever offends him. I may not do that because out of my love for him and I don't want to hurt him, I just won't do it. And the same thing with God, out of my love for God, I don't want to do things or engage in things that is that hurts his heart. You know, sin kind of makes God upset. So I don't want to, there's a different when, you know, you're striving. You ha- we all have thorns. We all have thorns. We all have thorns. We all have a struggle. It's 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 different when you have that struggle. You acknowledge it, but you're striving to do better. Versus you're just like accepting it. You know, and you're just like ah, whatever. Like okay, God, <laughs> I don't really care. I'm just gonna do what I want to do, and that's not the life I want to live. So my relationship with Him now that I have understanding of my identity i understand his characteristics i understand the the call the commission what he wants us to do um which is to expand the kingdom to spread the good news then the least i can do is shift my life you know and submit to his will submit to his will and it's not easy to do it's not easy to do it's not easy to do especially as a creative there are some projects that would change my entire life I mean it would change my entire career that I had to say no to because it didn't benefit me and my and what God has called me to do it didn't he has me on a specific journey and there are some projects, even though it would have put an X amount of dollars in my pocket, even though it probably got me connected to this person, that person, it wasn't going to add to my life in a way that will be beneficial or fruitful for the path that he has me on, right? What comes with this relationship 
is some no's. What comes with this relationship with God is some a level of sacrifice. And it comes to understand, and there's a level of trust that has to be birthed out in me. I There are seasons, the season I'm in now, I'm like, God, your word says I could trust you, but I don't know. But I have to be willing to, un- to trust that all things work together, that he's doing and perfecting something in me for something that's bigger than me. I don't want to live a selfish life where I just take, 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 and I only boast in the natural, boast in what position it got me, and boast in my raises, boast in my promotions, boast in, you know, what I possess, uh, when I mean like cars, house, whatever. Don't want to do that. I want to take what he has given and say, hey, I want you to get the glory out of this. That's how my really I reapproach my relationship with God with the understanding that my life is not my own. You know, and there are things about me that need to change. There's things about me I need to lay at your feet. There are, you know, endeavors and goals that need to lay at your feet and say, hey, if it doesn't point somebody back to you, then God, I don't want it. And that's a hard thing to say. It's a hard thing to do. But I have to understand that my role here on earth is connected to the kingdom. It's to expand the kingdom. It's to spread the gospel. It's to have an impact on somebody else's life. It's to articulate whatever God wants to say or do in the earth in this particular season, whether it's through me creating a video, whether it's through me, I don't write music, but if I did have to write music, whatever that is, I have to put God in the center of it because it's bigger than me. It's all about him and less of me. And coming, you know, and reframing my relationship with God has been hard because of still wanting to be accepted by peers you know what's really really weird is that over the past several months there's some things i just had to shift and change there's just music certain music i don't listen to anymore there's certain things i don't watch anymore that's just for my you know my order of consecration my what the journey that i'm on you know i there was a level of purity like purifying my heart my motives you know what i mean by purity is purifying that so there's just some things i just had to give up the friends that are not believers they understand they're like yeah do what you gotta do you know you know risk you 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 quiet but you you be ready to go off in a second so maybe you shouldn't listen to you know some crunk music that make you want to fight i respect that you're trying to perfect patience you know where and then there's my friends who are believers give me more resistance into what I have to sacrifice into give me more resistance in attempting striving to live holy striving to live consecrated and it's heartbreaking because you never 
I would never thought that I would have to over explain myself to people who believe like I do, who are walking and, you know, living out, who, who, who are in the faith rather versus those who aren't. And it's, it's so heartbreaking that you are kind of ostracized from believers for living or wanting to have a standard, wanting to be set apart, wanting to look different, sound different, evolve, grow versus those who are not believers. And it's very, very heartbreaking to the point where it's like, man, there's some days I don't want to pray. I'm like, God, I don't even want to hear you <laughs> because I don't want to deal with the judgment of my believing peers. I don't want to deal with the opinion. So I ain't really trying to hear nothing right now. And that's, and that's sad. It's sad because like, I should not let the pressures of my peers impact how I approach God, how I talk to him, how I choose to obey, how I, you know, submit, you know, my business endeavors, how I submit, you know, my relationships, how I submit my will to him. It should not impact that, but it does. It does. It does. And it's it's very, very hard to to the point where it's like even impacts my creativity because I'm trying to express what I believe is within me that's also I believe that God like a message that God may have given me but it's the fear that those around me won't understand or will reject it because it may have a level of conviction or it has a different tone or it it's not a necessary a popular thing to highlight showcase write about you know and I'm still working through that with my in my relationship with God of like trying to say my obedience to you is much greater than the acceptance of my peers I'm still working through that but I'm able to approach him differently, knowing that he wants the best for me. Like he longs for us to live a blessed life, contrary to what people believe. He wants it. Now, it doesn't mean that we won't go through some trials. You know, we won't hit a couple of bumps on the road, but he longs to bless us. You know, he longs for us to be successful, you know. But he also, he, want, he longs for us to still operate in the love of freedom that he has provided, you know. And with that understanding, I can feel more comfortable to approach him even when I miss the mark. And whether that is like naturally, whether that's spiritually, heck, even with <laughs> video production, you know. Um. So, yeah, like my relationship with God and reconstructing it was, man, how do I approach you differently? How do I view you differently? How do I change my perspective, my new perspective? How do I let my new perspective dictate how I show up in my relationship with you, God, you know? And it can be hard, especially creatively, where you just, I just want to run around and run free. (laughs) But 
also knowing like I need to submit that to him because again um there is a group of people that I'm assigned to and I have to understand the weight of what I do I do video production so that's me what I do enters impacts what people see how they digest it opens up a portal you know in their lives and I want it to be for the good not to bad for the bad I don't want somebody to visually watch something and now they're dealing with anxiety or you know like I think there was a music video that dropped the other week I'm not gonna say the artist but I remember on TikTok everybody was going crazy like man all I saw was 10 seconds of this music video and I just started playing Kirk Franklin it was it was kind of funny but to say that and I think you kind of know if you don't know whatever if you don't know what I'm talking about cool um but it goes to level it goes to show you how impactful visual you know visual arts are the images that we create can live in somebody's mind for example porn you know we can see like visually you're watching something and that can impact how you show up in a relationship with your significant other with your spouse what I do have is weight and what I what I'm presenting enters through the eye gate and it impacts a person's heart because Remember, what you say comes from whatever is in your heart. What you spew out is what's buried in your heart. And my relationship with God, I need to be more sensitive so I can hear from him better. So I can operate from a pure place. But I'm also not operating out of my own will my own desires so yeah um that's all i got today i hope it didn't seem all over the place i hope y'all understood i hope it resonate with you in some way as i say in every video because y'all i don't know whatever um <laughs> again you can hit me up on all the socials um which is invisible risks everywhere and if you are on this journey with me i would love to hear your thoughts you know so please dm please comment you know please reshare whatever please write your blogs if you want elmo i don't know if i want you to do that but yeah but please engage somehow <laughs> and until next time i think the next video i'm excited about because i think it kind of sums up everything in one um and I don't know what I'm calling it yet, but I think I'm excited of like how to operate in the world now that we have more understanding of who we are as creatives that are believers. So anyway, I'm going to wrap this up. Um, like, comment, subscribe, all that jazz or have everybody else in, the, in their videos. So until next time, y'all. <laughs>